Welcome to the Jamodi Podcast, where we interview coaches and leaders to find out not just what they do, but how they do what they do. Becoming the best version of ourselves is Jamodi, just a matter of doing it. I think this this question kind of goes off of all the skill development that you do, especially with shooting, but how does individual skill work into your daily practice? Yeah, we try to keep what we do as a team, offensively, defensively, simple, so that we can spend most of our time on the skill development. Some of those passing, uh, shooting drills that we talked about, obviously work into that. I think footwork's a big deal, both ends of the court. And then I would just say uh, just the dribbling. Uh, Burst pressure, trying to make decisions. Again, we're we're big on no turnovers. Every coach is going to say that, um, but we're like shooting turnovers, bad shots, a shooting turnover to mm. us, and then just the obvious turnovers because that's how you lose games in transition. Our league is going to come down to a possession or two every game, and a special season and an average season are really defined by those few possessions. So we're just starting off like really emphasizing that um but just handling the ball versus pressure i think that's one of you know if you can shoot and you can handle it versus pressure there's probably a spot for you on the court and so just that handle is another thing if you're tight with your game then you're going to be able to to find a place to get on the floor being able to pass with either hand being on balance um can really just uh keep you from Maybe take away, if you don't have great athleticism, some of those just decisions. You know, some of the best players were not the best athletes. Obviously, Michael Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, the list goes on and on. But a Tim Duncan even, he's had great length and size. But just meant the big fundamental or whatever he was his nickname, you know. So I just think uh, skills a divider was something we used to say when we were growing up. Is like most things are equal. Skill is the divider. Yeah. handling dribbling and we'll even do some off the floor drills that kind of not in vogue anymore just to get you know our hands on the ball build up get us moving force us to concentrate a little bit and and I just think there's a lot of ways to to just get going and and develop some skill in your practices I think I think guys like me and you uh, benefit from the fact that basketball isn't all athleticism if it was then we'd be near the bottom but I've always thought that for players your skill can help you to leapfrog or jump up to a level that your athleticism really isn't there. No doubt. And then your basketball IQ or just your, and that's where just the love for the game comes in because you're always watching like what happened here, what should have happened here, game management, just being a coach on the floor. Mm. Um, Just think those are, and that may be something that could be really gleaned from this modern basketball where they're playing all these games as if winning mattered more than these things would be accentuated more in the players' minds. But I think the opposite is sometimes happened as we, you know, we lost, we play again at three, get something to eat, we'll be back. And like losing was, I mean, losing hurt. Yeah. Maybe more than it should, but it hurt. And like, we don't want to lose again. And, you know, if you want to get picked up to get in the next pickup game, you better bring value to the court. Or you're going to just sit over there until your name is until you're the guy picking the team. So, yeah. And with older guys, understanding like what a good shot is, or don't let your man score. You better not turn it over with the game on the line. You're learning and getting incredible value that you can't necessarily get with a trainer or on the, you know, just 
in a in a AAU game if you're not competing. So yeah. again, it goes back to class three twenty three. Just whatever we do, let's do it with our heart. Let's give great effort. It just makes me literally sick to my stomach to watch basketball be played where I do not feel like the guys are competing, regardless of the level. Yeah. It, uh, like you said, you're playing that kid in pig today. You probably tried to win. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not, I, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna pull out every trick I have yeah. to make sure, no doubt. And if we're losing, you know, well, it's time to go to class. <laughs> oh. <the> hey, sorry. How <laughs> we got to roll, you know? That's right. Well, yeah. The competitive spirit. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people have it more than others. I, it's been hard to know. Um, but once you invest, I do think it goes back to if, if you've invested, then the outcome is going to matter more. So can't, how do we get our guys to fall in love with basketball so that we love it? And there's always going to be that friction of the, and the gap between how much we love it and how much they love it. Mm. And boy, get to coach a kid who loves it like you, it's special. You just appreciate it so much. But most of the time we're practicing, we're coaching kids who don't love it as much. So one, we need to bring them closer to us because I, you know, we can balance how we are, but I don't think we need to be going to them. They need to come to us. And so we need to put them in situations where we're like, you know, see this goal you set and reach. Look how much better you're doing. Look on this clip how how you did what we worked on and just get them excited about learning and getting growing and improving. And then when they're not with us, those things stay with them. And uh and then the larger picture comes a little more clear to them as well. Man, thank you for sharing that. I love the way you, you put it to where I felt that friction over the years that I, I it, knowing that the way I, I view the game and view the game as a player and seeing them and wanting them to get to that level, you know, but the, like you said, though, about getting them, moving them along and bringing them to us is, but it just, it just made me feel good knowing that you feel that same way too. And, oh, yeah. you know, cause sometimes I think as coaches, we feel like we're, we might be the only ones that think that way or feel that way, but that's that's great. Hey, going back to the the skill work and practice, if you could, I know it's diff, it's going to be different almost every day. But what would the percentage be from skill based uh, individually or within actions to team based work? What would that percentage be average? Probably sixty forty with forty being the skill, sixty probably being three on one on one, three on three, five on five. Because I do think it's important to like see how this works into the whole. And then, you know, what we're doing, we're still working on it. Like, mm-hmm. um, we'll even do some, if somebody doesn't set a screen or somebody's off balance or somebody didn't block out, we might send them to the other end and work on it while we continue five on five. So you one, you're, you're emphasizing it to still even in the middle of the five on five, you know, unless we're going full. Um, but if it's a half court, we're going to put them on the other end and have them work on whatever said skill is. And then they come back to the group. Obviously, the, the group that stayed is aware that this kid's down there doing this. It just enhances. We call it circle the wagons. Like, okay, let's circle the wagons. Go down there. You know, do whatever. I want you to go 10 on-balance layups or 10 on-balance driving kicks or 10 finishes at the rim. You know, hold your follow-through, 10 straight shots. Block this guy. And it's not pack. a punishment. It's not a punishment. It's, it's helping them to – do what you want them to do and be more successful. Yeah, to me, a punishment is something that's unrelated to the skill. Mm. Like, oh, uh, you miss class. We're going to make up class, but you're also going to come in here and meet this this uh, bike or this treadmill or this what rowing machine. 
but you didn't block out, we could run you, but we want you getting better at blocking out and remembering to block out or holding your follow through or, you know, I, and I probably back in the old days would have just said, get on the line. And, and I don't know what the carry through carry over yeah. is. So there's probably some, but it's minimal and you're wasting everybody else's time. And no one really enjoys doing that, including the coach who made you do it. So why right. are we doing and it's more more of an in we wanted it to be intrinsic where they want to do that skill and get better at it where extrinsic is if I don't do that skill I'll be on the line and you're right there's only so so little uh, you can get the payoff there yeah and I think you know you if if after a while that just this kid's needing another method you might have to go to that but I I think most kids by and large they want to please the coach um, rarely is there a kid um, that doesn't – they love basketball too. You know, we're trying to get them to love it like we think we do. But yeah. at large, they want to please you, and they want to be good. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they want to do well. So, yeah, we're just really trying to help the kid, which helps the team, which helps us all moving forward. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.